weekend. From Tempe to Tears Cross. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. New Legislation for Pembrokeshire. I'm Jonathan Twig. Fears have been expressed to Simon Harp, prospective Conservative MP for South Pembrokeshire and Carmarthenshire, about a waste transfer station planned for the Royal Historic Dockyard. Milford Haven Port Authority supplied the Natural Resources Wales for a licence to operate the WTS, which would store bales of fuel made from waste. A previous similar operation had its licence removed after problems with smells and flies. There is an expected increase in lorry traffic through Pembroke Dock. Close to the site is the hospital. Historic parts of the dockyard, including the Grade 2 listed Picklin Pond, will be lost if this development goes ahead, with National Rivers Wales extending the consultation period to allow for further comments from residents and local businesses. Potential new buyers for the troubled 60-bedroom Fishgar Bay Hotel had until Friday to submit a bid to purchase the iconic building in Goodick overlooking the Irish Sea following Northern Powerhouse Developments entering administration. It had been run by the Shell family since 1959 before being sold two years ago and any profit from the sale would be distributed among investors according to how much they invested. Tembe Cottage Hospital, becoming a healthcare hub for the area, and matters concerning the town's doctor's surgery, were on the list of topics discussed last month at a meeting in the New Hedges Village Hall of the South East Pembrokeshire Community Health Network, attended by the NHS County Director Elaine Lawton, Debbie Morgan and new Tembe Surgery Practice Manager Matt McGovern. The importance of the integration of the health and social care project, built around the needs of everyone from birth to death, was outlined. The health board needs to connect with the society to provide care in the right place, either in hospital or at home. The plan is for the hospital in Tembe to become a healthcare hub for the area as getting appointments remains problematic and supplies of equipment and medication has been stored for three to six months in view of an impending Brexit. Swansea City Manager Steve Cooper will be attending a fans forum tomorrow evening at Haverford West Rugby Football Club, organised by the Pembrokeshire Jack Supporters Club. The evening is a sellout with the current manager accompanied by Chairman Trevor Birch and Club Ambassador Leon Britton, who will answer questions from the attendees through compare Jonathan Twig. Organiser Phil Busby stated this is the first op fans of the club have had to speak directly with club officials for many years, many of those attending being regular travellers on the supporters bus which collects fans from around the county for each home game, and those wishing to join the Pembrokeshire Jacks can do so by contacting Phil either at Manila's Cafe in Nayland or by calling 0780 With your local sports, I'm George Twig. In the WRU Championship, Narbeth fell to a 52-6 defeat at Bargoyde, whilst Crimmach also tasted defeat on the road to Gowerton. 33-7 in Division 1 West. Pembroke lost 19-15 at home to Hendy in the same division whilst Milford Haven lost 22-13 at Carmarthen in Division 2 West. Tembe United losing 13-9 Hayward Lane against T-Cross and Fishguard emerging winners 31-10 at Polyberum. Halford West won the top of the table encounter 33-21, table-topping Pembroke Dock Quins. Bottom of the table, St David's lost Gower Battle to a Toby Hayman penalty at home to Nayland, but at least picked up their first point of the season. 
Narvath Youth received a walkover in the WIU Youth Cup when Burryport failed to raise the team and in the Pembrokeshire League, Crimmock ran in nine tries to beat Whitland 61-12 and Hafford West won 20-12 against visitors Aberiron. Tenby United won 54-0 over a depleted Pembroke Dockwin side and Fishguard secured a 33 success at the Moors over Milford Haven. I'm Jonathan Twig, and you're up to date with all your latest Pembrokeshire news on Pure West Radio. Wake up with Toby Ellis. Weekdays from 6am on Pure West Radio with Folly Farm. Pure West Radio weather. Thank you very much there to Jonathan Swig and Harry for the latest news there at 9 o'clock this morning. Good work, guys. Uh, Aurora and Regado. It's a family affair here at Pure West Radio, isn't it? Uh, let's have a look at the weather for today. And um, to be fair, the forecast is changing by the moment. Uh, it looks like we're going to have some rain expected from 11 o'clock now. So it's come up a little bit further forward than 12. Uh, some heavy downpours as well at times. 90% chance of rain today. So certainly take that brolly out with you. Uh, definitely wrap up warm highs of 9 to 10 degrees uh, hopefully though that's going to be pretty much it the remainder of the week and in fact for the next seven days it's looking just fairly cloudy and temperatures hovering around the sort of 10 to 11 degree mark I love this it's regard and ride it on breakfast Bonadar Tobes with you here on the breakfast show of Folly Farm plenty to see and do whatever the weather don't forget they're only open now Saturdays and Sundays 10 till 4 
Regard and Ride It Place here at Pure West Radio on Breakfast. So uh, we do have uh, Brian Harris talking about the big breakfast. Uh, all with Prostate Cymru. He's joining us in about uh, 10 minutes or so right here at Pure West Radio. Uh, also, uh, we've got uh, a whole lot of festive guests joining us this Friday as we're talking about all of the Christmas events. Uh, so, yes, yeah, a great guest lined up this week. There was also Pet Week recently. If you love your animals, uh, you will not believe what was in this studio. So, seriously, hedgehogs, snakes, spiders and a six-foot dog as well as a porpoise. I'll tell you more about this next. Now you can listen back to it. Aurora 
An ordinary world place right here at Pure West Radio. It's your station for Pembrokeshire. And indeed, from Pembrokeshire, so uh, loads going on at the moment, plenty of festive events lined up, and uh, this Friday I've got loads of people popping into the studio. I've got Nigel from Riverside, uh, Gitty from Haverhub, Stella and Sue, uh, all joining us here on Friday morning's breakfast to talk about uh, the Christmas light switch on, and some of the uh, various other festive events which are going on uh, around the town. Lots happening at the moment in the big festive run-up. Also, we've had a Christmas song poll on our Facebook page. And we'll talk more about this in just a moment as uh, we put the power in you. Are we going to start playing Christmas songs from tomorrow or in two weeks' time on the 1st of December? Uh, We'll have a chat about this. You can also uh, cast your vote as well. You've still got a little bit of time. It's very interesting, this. Also, how would you like to have a holiday? A deposit for a house, a brand new car. It's all possible just in time for Christmas, all thanks to the Pembrokeshire Lottery draw. We'll talk more in just a moment about this. The Breakfast Show with Toby Ellis. Weekdays 6 till 10am on Pure West Radio with Folly Farm. Life's always better when the radio's on. And with digital radio, it can be even better. So why miss out on your favourite digital stations when you get in your car? If you don't have DAB Digital Radio in your car, you can listen to your favourite station or radio app by connecting your smartphone to your car stereo with an aux-in cable, a USB connection or via Bluetooth and take all the stations you enjoy at home with you on the road. Find out more about listening to digital radio via smartphone in your car at getdigitalradio.com. Love radio. Go digital. Here at the Bagelli Arms, we give you that home-from-home feeling. We'll give you a warm welcome from the moment you walk through the door. We have an area for every mood. Our sports bar, the Crossroads Restaurant, with our spacious conservatory and our relaxing lounge bar. You'll be spoiled for choice with locally sourced fresh food of the highest quality, lovingly prepared by our team of chefs. There are daily offers on a large range of dishes to suit everyone's taste and budget. To find out more information and details of our theme nights, please visit our Facebook page, The Bagelli Arms, for that home-from-home feeling. When you're up there, above the clouds, soaring at 122 miles per hour, it doesn't feel like you're falling. It feels like you're flying. It feels like the sky's the limit. The Skydive Centre has now officially launched at Haverford West Airport. No one else can film your skydive in 360 degrees, so you can relive the experience again and again in virtual reality. So take the ultimate plunge and visit Air Adventures Wales at theskydivecentre.com now. Tune in to the B.B. Scone Show with me, B.B. Scone, at 7 o'clock every Sunday night here on Pure West Radio for two hours... Yes, two hours of the best in local music, including guests live in session at the legendary Comprehensive Gig Guide. We've always been farmers, but now we're so much more than a farm. There's 120 acres of fun with over 900 animals in our zoo and barn. 16 lovingly restored rides in our vintage fairground, plus numerous indoor and outdoor play areas. And with 50% of the attraction being undercover, there's always plenty to see and do come rain or shine. So why not purchase one of our great value annual passes today? 
That's one whole year of fantastic family-friendly fun. Head on over to our website www.folly-farm.co.uk for more information. Zoo, barn, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. Pembrokeshire, 24 hours a day. Pure West Radio. Face 
Over before I die. Great track. I haven't heard that in a long time. Played right here on the Breakfast Show, Pure West Radio. Uh, Tuesday morning, if you've just joined us. Hello, Borada. Uh, it's the 19th of November. I know, six weeks till Christmas tomorrow. Bonkers, isn't it? Uh, we've put the, the power in you, uh, the Pure West Radio listeners and followers, the fans, the top fans, the people that like and follow our page. Uh, you have less than 24 hours to cast your vote. When... Shall we start playing Christmas songs? The power is with you. We have picked two dates. It's either tomorrow, Wednesday the 20th of November, 
or it is on Wednesday. No, it's not a Wednesday, actually, the 1st of December, is it? No, it's not. It's Sunday, the 1st of December. So when are we going to start playing Christmas songs? Is it going to be six weeks up till Christmas or pretty much bang on four weeks? The power is with you. Cast your vote right now on the Pure West Radio Facebook page. And I feel like I'm probably giving you some inside information if I give you the results at the moment. But if you cast a vote, you can see the latest results. So even more reason to head on over to our Facebook page. Cast your vote now. Over 700 votes in so far. It's a hot topic, this one. Uh, Talking of hot topics, uh, if you got the frying pan on this morning, if you had a full English, just to let you know, you could have raised some money for Prostate Cymru while doing it. You could have if you'd have invited your friends around. Uh, Brian Harris and I will be talking more about this in just a moment. Now, though, quite fitting, I think. Here's the deep blue something and breakfast at Tiffany's. Make it breakfast at your place, though, and you can make a big difference this year you'll say we've got nothing in common no common ground to start from and we're falling apart you'll say the world has come between us
something and breakfast at Tiffany's playing right here at Pure West Radio. Hello Shemai Borada. Very good morning to you. Welcome along to the breakfast show with Folly Farm 9:30 with me Tobes and I've got the lovely Brian Harris with us here in the studio. We're live on Facebook as well. So hello to everyone on the World Wide Web that is currently watching us uh, via the lovely Booker Face. Um, give us a thumbs up if you can hear us okay. Uh, send some love if you're enjoying the content and also hit the share button as well. Morning to Andrew and Caroline. Hope you're all good. And uh, yeah, we'll certainly answer any questions uh, that you've got here this morning as we're talking about breakfasts. I love a good breakfast, me, Bri. Yeah, well, love uh, a good breakfast. <laughs> um, I, I do enjoy a good breakfast, but but I, I don't often um, eat breakfast these days. Do you know? No, mm. no. And um, many will know, and many won't know. Well, probably even more won't know. Mm. When I was um, I was a farmer until I was forty, mm. and when I was farming, I could eat two breakfasts on the same day. <laughs> uh, I used to probably eat about six to eight thousand calories, and I was I was I was just like eleven stone. I never put on any weight, mm. and you know. And now I've just got to walk past the fridge, and I put two pounds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it, but it's all that manual labour, isn't it? You oh, know, it's, the it's, difference it's, it's is incredible. Tough, tough yeah, work. yeah. I was I was a lemon stone until I was forty, and I, I'm now I've got a bit of VAT on top of that now, and, <laughs> and I'm I'm sort of thirteen ten now. You know, I'm three stone. Well, two and a half three stone. Yeah, three stone heavier. Um, uh, but anyway, you know, when, yeah, when, when you're doing you warm, when you're doing manual years. work, it does make a heck of a difference. <laughs> but that isn't to say I don't love a fried breakfast. Um, we, we we don't generally have breakfast, but I, that's down to the fact that we went in the Bristol Trader, mm. and um, the chefs are on the go. To, you know, so you, you go down in the morning, and if you're a bit peckish, you know, they just knock anything up or yeah. or whatever. So we, we we tend. It's very easy, you know, in in, in the life that we have down there to, to, to have a big breakfast. Yeah. And, um, they're cooking then have something. a big lunch and then have a big dinner well, and then, and then they, they cook, they're cooking something new and you think oh I must have a taste of that so mm. you have a little plate of that and you could be eating all day yeah. I mean I, I could be I could be 18 stone you know quite easily yeah so, I, I must say I had a lovely um, I wanted to say it was a katsu curry I don't think it was it was um, this like Japanese oh you had the Shang Mai that- curry yeah yeah yeah, just nice, isn't it? Very popular. Highly recommend that. Seriously, get down the Bristol train. Oh, it's only on special though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it comes and uh, goes. Yeah, comes and goes. Yeah. Oh, we've probably it. got about thirty of those that come and go. You know, as uh, uh, as and when. You see, I'm always a sexy wedge banker. Me, <laughs> yeah. I love the sexy wedges. It I mean, is they the are most iconic. And, it is and the most popular. I mean, it doesn't matter what we do. And yeah, we do food from around the world. We make 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 a bit of effort, and um, and it's all freshly made. But the sexy wedges, you know, we do a breakdown about every six months, yeah. and the sexy wedges is always number one. <laughs> I, I, I mean, what I love about it, it's so simple, but it's so hard to replicate. The, I have the, tried at home a few yeah, times. You're not the only one. And um, it's this a is, nightmare. There's an interesting story behind that because uh, when you when you when you've got jacket potatoes on the menu, how many do you cook in the morning? Yeah. 
Um, you know, do you cook 50? Do you cook mm. 50? Some days you'll sell 20, some days you'll sell 60. Mm. So they're not much good for anything else after that. So, you know, in the early days we were there, we were kind of having to bin jacket potatoes that weren't sold on the day we cooked them. Mm. Um, so we said, we've got to find something to do with it, you know. With yeah. it. And to be fair, the chef that, that was working there then, the head chef that was there, came up with sexy wedges. So we now cook, I don't know, 50, 80 jackets a day just to get the wedges. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the jackets that go with salads and, and grilled fish or whatever, they, they just, they just have a few from from the batch that is cooked for sexy wedges yeah. and then we deep fry them then and then it's what else goes in it it's really simple but yeah, yeah. We, we basically the majority of jack and potatoes we cook now are for sexy wedges because it's so popular yeah lovely very very yeah. nice indeed yeah. um, first up before we talk about uh, the big breakfast um, I mean loads of people I mean we've, we've got people really hungry now Brian <laughs> uh, we've got people uh, re- really sort of licking their lips this morning I think. Uh, Steve Dixon says good morning hello Gareth Bowen uh, Gareth Bowen, eggs fried or scrambled? To me, um, I like an egg sunny side up, gently fried. Mm. Um, my, my wine merchant told me a really good story about the um, Michael Rue. Mm. And uh, if a chef went for a job with Michael Rue in his you know, Michelin star restaurant, mm. you'd get him in for like um, an interview, audition, whatever. And very often he'd ask him to fry an egg. And it's how carefully he fried that egg would tell him a lot about that chef. I don't like, uh, I, I, I prefer them not to be turned over, mm. and I certainly don't like them with a yolk broken. No. Where, where you've lost all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's going to be done, it's got to be done yeah. properly. So I, I like them done on a, on a medium heat mm. with, with plenty of oil, and uh, once it's set, I like to spoon the oil over the dome nice, of yes. the yolk, so it's bright yellow and it just seals the dome and then get it out. And you can put it on a paper towel to remove the oil or whatever mm. you want. Um, that's that's how I, that's my preferred way of doing a. There you are, Gareth. Right. Yep. That's what has our bride likes his eggs. Uh, Andrew, Coella, good morning, all. Cornflakes with warm milk for me in this weather. Yeah, I know we've got everyone really hungry now. I know it's talking about them sexy wedges. Uh, but before we go back onto food, we've got to talk about this this fabulous two nights that you had at the pavilion. Uh, that was when you were last in, Brian, talking about the, the comedy night. And I was, I'm gutted I couldn't make it because I've heard rave reviews. It, it, How did it go? Yeah, it was an outstanding success. Um, it, I, you know, when you're building up to it, you know, and we spoke about it on your show um, a few days before. Yeah. And, and, you know, I have to use my language carefully because you think, you know, this could be a flop. You know, I, I, I never for one minute thought it would be no. a flop, but you never know, do you? Well, you know, when you sort of had the popularity of selling one night out and you need yeah. a second night that, you know, it's you're in the right direction. Uh, but, yeah, but you still have to deliver. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, I knew everyone that was taking part, you know, going back over... 40, 50 years, mm. who'd shared a stage with me at different times, and, and they were all performers at different levels, you know. Um, there were one or two there who, like myself, could go 100 miles away or 200 miles on. I, I go sometimes overseas, and, mm. and I have an audience mm. of Welsh Pats or, or whatever, and, yeah. you know, and I'm not the only one. There are others there that, that are at that level, but there were a lot who are just local village hall level. Yeah, yeah, but they're yeah. very good, you know, they're yeah. very good. So we put this thing all together where we mixed everyone up, and, you know, there, there were lots of stand-up, lots of sketches, and, uh, and it just worked, and everyone... I think the cast um, were shocked by... Uh, early on in the first 20 minutes they were shocked just how well it was going the audience were just loving it and they were cheering and clapping and and there wasn't a split second where we lost the audience 
And I think that had an effect on the cast. So everybody went up 20% because they thought, my God, you know, what's happening here? And uh, uh, it, it, it just was brilliant. And there wasn't one act that didn't work. Um, so it was, and there were people there on the Saturday night. We were sold out probably two weeks before for the Saturday night. Uh, for, sorry, let me say that again. For the Friday night, we were sold out um, yeah. uh, two weeks before. Then we decided to go into the Saturday night wondering would we sell it sell enough seats for it to, to have an audience you know that that, that, that was good mm. enough to sort of build us up and, and I mean, enjoy performing. It's a big venue as well Pavilion. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it was good venue. yeah it was great and and but what happened um, it, Saturday got sold out there were about 20 seats left and a lot of them were taken up by people who were there on the on the Friday night who bought the remaining Saturday night tickets because they wanted to come again it's to see the same show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I mean, that just speaks for itself, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Well, I, we are, I said to Margaret, my wife, on Sunday morning, I won't be doing this again. Not because I didn't enjoy it, mm. but you've, you've got you've got to realise that uh, you know people came possibly with lower expectations on on that day, and they were they were blown away by what mm. they saw and mm. what they heard. Mm. And I think it was a huge success. But if you put it on again, they'll come with much higher expectations. Yes. So you you don't you don't get that chemistry the same but anyway I've had to backtrack because the demand is so great I'm, I'm sure if we had a thousand tickets next time they would go the thing because is I'm, though I know I know the bar's raised a little bit and the expectation is higher but then you know I think you, you can analyze and be hypercritical of yourself on the show and then and then improve it so you know I hope you do it again yeah, I really do because yeah, I, I want to come along well I'm, I'm saying we, we, if, if I could change about it, it takes months and months to write all the sketches yeah, oh, and, it's a lot of hard work and, goes and into all it. the script into it yeah, you know but um, if I could change like 30% of it and just rejig it you know yeah. it's, it's like I always say in after yeah, dinner speeches it's the speeches. details isn't it yeah you know you, you, you tell the same jokes but you tell them in a different order yeah, you know yeah. and people think oh you've got a new speech yeah. you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I must say actually recently I was at the Pembroke Tourism Awards they're, they're big supporters of ours uh, our Dennis and uh, the, the crew at Pembroke Tourism and I tell you what marvellous night yeah. and you know when you look back and you go that was just superb, you know, and, it, and it's the ingredients, isn't it? You know, we yeah. were really lucky that we had uh, Tomo was was hosting. It was the first time Tomo and I have, have worked together in years, yeah. and you know, he was hosting. You know, he broke the ice fa fabulously well. I was backstage doing the interviews, and he had everyone so relaxed yeah. in such good spirits. He made my job so much easier uh, backstage interviewing him. So yeah, wonderful. When when you have an event, like yeah, that, it's, it's great, great isn't it? Yeah. Wonderful yeah. feeling. And yeah. and of course, the, the aim is to raise money for the Pembrokeshire Agricultural Society. For it to go towards the county show, how, yeah. much, how much did you raise? Um, I, I would, it'll be somewhere between nine and ten thousand once all the, all the bills are paid. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. So thank you to everyone that supported the event and for selling out. You know, one night and then having a load of people come to the next night from the sellout night is just yeah. amazing. So yeah. well done to everyone involved. Total kudos to you all. And loads of events going on at the pavilion this Christmas. There's um, the Christmas fair. Uh, there's um, yeah, there's lots going on up there, isn't there? So yeah, check out the Pembrokeshire Agricultural website for all of the event details. Uh, so right then, we've digressed a little bit. Back to back to business. We're talking breakfast here this morning, Brian. And uh, loads of people have been getting in touch uh, with us on Facebook. Andrew Coella says, still can't beat a full cut breakfast. Uh, back to Wales, uh, wishing the Wales boys good luck tonight. Huge game for the national sport. Um, not sure what that's got to do with breakfast, but yeah, come on, Cymru boys, back. Uh, so uh, Prostate Cymru. Have, have come up with this this wonderful idea. Uh, it's been running for a couple of years. Uh, I've not heard about it, to be honest, Brian, but it is called uh, The Big Breakfast. And I think 
the best way of explaining it, it's like a Macmillan coffee morning, but with breakfast. Similar principle, yeah. We started it about um, uh, three years ago. I'd say this is the third year now that we're, that we're um, taking part in Pembrokeshire. You know, the idea is that all over Wales, um, people um, put on a breakfast, no matter how big or how small, mm. and um, try and raise money for prostate, prostate cumbria. Um, I mean, ideally, it would be great if, if um, 100 people in the 12 counties of Wales um, had people around the house for breakfast. Mm. If I, I had um, 10 people around last year, and they all gave me a tenner, and they had a full, full cooked breakfast. And that was £100, but if 100 people did that and every county raised 10,000, that would be 120,000 of prostate cancer, which would be huge money for them. They're not, they're not a multi-million pound charity at all, you know, they're quite a small charity. And, uh, you know, that, that would be the ultimate goal. But we, we tried to get one sort of corporate breakfast every year, and mm. we had our best one ever um, a week last Saturday. Um, it was in with GD Harris, those great people. They employed 220 men. Yeah. And uh, when you think that one in eight men will get prostate cancer, um, one in three if there's a family history, um, you know, it's it's a brave man who would ignore uh, um, the need to support the guys who are uh, you know battling prostate cancer on our behalf. But anyway, uh, GD Harris was, was they were incredible. They threw everything at it, and uh, there were um, three to four hundred people turned up and. We raised, you know, it's looking like somewhere north of 8,000. And the fund is still open because there's a couple of loose ends to tie up. Yeah. But people don't need to, 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 to do it at that level. You know, we, we, had, we had a lovely breakfast last year with Coffee Square in Mine Clockhog. If you, if you enjoy a cooked breakfast, mm. or any of your listeners, that place is magic. And it's like, are you aware of, of the place? No, I'm not. No. Well, it's, it's like a little sort of 1940s bungalow in the, on the square in Mine Clockhog. Yeah. And it's got this charming little um, cafe restaurant, and it's all gingham, gingham cloths and everything. It's beautiful. And the people that run it and the staff and everything, it, they, they're so welcoming. It is worth a trip out. And they go all day then. They do like lunches and teas and what have you, but it's a fabulous book. But they, they did a day last year. And uh, they, they raised eighteen hundred pounds, I think, for us. You know, right, in, in a yeah. day, yeah, yeah. There, there are some wonderful yeah. places but to get a cooked breakfast. I mean, as I was saying off air, uh, my dad, since uh, he, he retired uh, from uh, Merco, well, I mean, a lot of them got made redundant, sadly. Uh, but the, their little get together, so they all keep in contact with each other, is yeah. they go out for breakfast quite regularly. Yeah. Uh, and you know, there, there's some very good breakfasts out there. Um, oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. You know, so there's no excuse for just not, you know, getting everyone together and having having a bit of brekkie because you know, there's so many places. You can go for a great breakfast, uh, but also, you know, get people around your house. Yeah, get well, it, people we, in work just to go, right, this week you're doing a fried breakfast, next week it's your turn, next, you know what I mean? Yeah, Once if, a week, you know, if, have a brekkie. If, um, uh, you know, what, what have we got about less than two weeks left in November? Um, you know, if, if 100 people had um, half a dozen around their house and they all give a fiver, that's, that's, uh, uh, you know that's thirty quid a time. A mm. hundred of those is three grand, isn't exactly. it? It all adds up. Uh, yeah, and people just come, you know, on a Saturday or Sunday morning, come round for breakfast. Mm. But I would always want to cook breakfast on in 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 uh, in those circumstances. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. um, I, I like porridge. We, we you know we do have porridge, but uh, we often have what would be breakfast food at maybe eleven o'clock, mm. and we'd have a bowl of porridge, and and, and uh, hopefully that would take us through to our evening meal. But um, yeah, it's got to be breakfast. Uh, yeah, it's got to be lots of. 
scrambled egg fans. You know, there's there's a lot of people saying, you know, I like scrambled egg, but I mean, you can't be a full English, you know. Yeah. I mean, you lots, of easily... lots of different names for it, but yeah. I'm so, yeah. some people think I'm swearing yeah. probably by calling it a full English, but um, you know what I mean. You've got the full yeah. words, you know. I, I, you, if you're gonna do it, I, do, it I, I do like a full English, but if I had one every day, um, oh, you couldn't, yeah, yeah. No, um, yeah. But that 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 is the ultimate breakfast, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and uh, scrambled eggs are probably the egg that you can easily spoil yeah i don't enjoy um scrambled egg when when it's been dried out and yeah yeah, and yeah. I, I like it to be moist and mm. you know and uh, there's a knack to doing that as well yeah um but uh i like them all i love poached eggs um i like uh, you know it's very very sexy now to have breakfast where you have avocado or yes up, put a bit of diced chili in yeah, it lime and, uh, juice and salmon all as well salmon mm. and then a poached egg on top that is a delicious breakfast, and it has the feel of it being healthy, you know. Yeah. Um, and which is which people are very conscious about these days, you know. Yeah. But there's nothing to stop you having a healthy breakfast. And this is the beauty: if you challenged your workmates, say it's your breakfast each week. Yeah. You know, someone might pull yeah. something out. They might be like, "Oh, do you know what? I'm going to maybe hit you with an unexpected brekkie, like you said, maybe something a little bit uh, boudoir, yeah. maybe a little bit Michelin star, a little bit of salmon, a bit of yeah. avocado. Yeah. So it hasn't got to be a full cooked breakfast. Uh, I've put the link on our Facebook live video right now too. But it can be um, simple, you know. Breakfast. I don't want people to be intimidated thinking yeah. that they, they've got to host a big corporate, they can make it, it can be porridge if you want. You yeah. Know? Um, and it can be as little or as many, you know, just um, we had a lovely uh, couple did a breakfast in St. David's last year and they raised was about £140, but they had about a dozen people around. It was as simple as that, phoned their friends have come for breakfast and just put something in the pot at the end of it. Easy and they that. had a lovely social morning as well. Well, that's um, it, isn't it? It's mm. just getting everyone together around the table. It doesn't necessarily happen much these days in the mornings, you know, especially if, you know, dad's off to work, mum's got to take the kids to school. It's all a little bit manic, you know. It, I find that breakfast... Family time has, has really sort of dissipated over the years because yeah, of the way people's working yeah, lives have yeah. changed. Um, you know, it's still still quite common to have dinner together, which is nice. More of a, I don't know, I see working lunches happening a little bit more these days. Um, you know, people out and about, you know, on certain days having working lunches, which is quite cool. But uh, yeah, the big breakfast is what it's all about, raising money for Prostate Cymru. And you can do your bit. So it's running throughout the whole of November. So still, still a bit and of time. And it, and it can be quite simple. If, if, um, um, uh, if people go out on Friday night, you know, and Friday night can be uh, challenging, you know, if, if you're in the mood. And there'd be nothing wrong with someone saying, round my house tomorrow morning for bacon sandwiches. Yeah. It can be as simple as that. Love it. And everybody chip in a, a little bit, you know, then um, it, it can be as simple as, as you want it to be. Yeah. And, so, you know, a few extra pounds. And every little helps, you know. I mean, yeah. I do think that some people think, oh, you know, we're not going to make much of a difference. We're only going to raise 50 to 60 quid. But if everyone thinks like that, oh, no absolutely. money would be raised. Yeah. So you've yeah. got to think, it doesn't even matter if it's a tenner, 100 pounds, whatever you can do, it makes such a big difference. Uh, what I love as well, when you told me about this last week, Brian, I checked out the, uh, the website and you can get a big breakfast pack, which includes a collection box, stickers, napkins, posters, sponsor forms, wristbands, badges and balloons. That is available. That would, all bases. Yeah, that, that would probably be targeting people. Or say, if, if if a village got together, yeah, and said, right, we're going to the village hall, mm. and we're going to ask the whole village to come for breakfast, and that does happen sometimes. Mm. You know? um, and uh, um, you know, they 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 would have um, worked with the prostate company. Um, HQ team then and, and yeah those sort of support that support system is there mm. 
um, to help that along. But um, he said it doesn't have to be that big, but great if it is. Mm. You know, it would be would be nice. You know, we we we're careful not not to push the big ones too much all over the place because what we don't want is to put people off. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but we could do with more people just doing it on a on a, a neighbourly friendly sort of basis. Yeah. And raising 20, 50... Yeah, just get your friends and family yeah. around, have a and brekkie, yeah. chip in a bit of money, happy yeah. days. Yeah, exactly. We love it. Yeah. Uh, and you've still got, I mean, to be fair, you know, we're only halfway through November. Uh, you've got a week till, a week Saturday. So, you know, you've basically got two weeks to have a little brekkie, get people together and raise some money for Prostate Cymru. Mm. And of course, I think an important message to do whilst you've got everyone around the, the breakfast table as well, have a chat about it. You know, oh, we're doing this for Prostate yeah. Cymru. Encourage people to visit the website as yeah. well. Yeah, it's a fabulous website. Very simple and effective. And... Uh, you know some of the stats on there as you said earlier Brian. I mean it's, it's mad isn't it one in eight affected in Wales one yeah. in three if you've got family yeah. history well, uh, uh, there's a higher incidence of prostate cancer in Wales yeah. than there is in England which we've never managed to work uh, out no no, they don't know what the it's reason is it's very bizarre but, but it is the case and there's a really good awareness programme going in Pembrokeshire and um, it, it, it is um, established that Pembrokeshire has the highest detection rate of any region in Wales, finding men with prostate cancer. But it's key, if you find them early, there's yeah. a 99% chance that, that they, they won't die from prostate cancer, mm. that they, they can be sorted and they live a normal life, you know. And, and that's why we do what we do, is to, is to raise awareness, keep talking about it and find the guys early. And then the money that's raised goes into the awareness programme, but also to support the um, consultant neurologists and the clinics that deal with it. Cause as with everything else, there's a shortage of financial yeah. resources um, for these people, and they need topping up, you know, yeah. and, and that's where your money goes. But um, you know, and, and, a, and a lot of love and respect um, to you guys on, you know, the, the Pembrokeshire uh, friends of Prostate Cymru, because you know, you guys really do make sure that the word is out in the county you know that look you know come on lads get yourself checked out if you are worried just just pop along to the docks yeah there's myself and one other guy simon moffat we we do um um awareness presentation yeah simon was in the studio the other week actually illustrate Uh, last year he's written a book yeah 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 yeah. and we do you know an illustrated talk slides and what have you and uh i mean this year we we did five days in valero where we did three or four shifts every day and moving around the site, you know, LNG. We do, we, Good effort. Um, <laughs> but we do small gatherings as well, you yeah. know. There's Vintage Car Club in Whitland I did recently. There's about 25 men there. And, and we, we do ladies as well. It's really important that, yeah. that the ladies have a grasp yeah. of, of um, <laughs> any signs yeah. that their guy is... Well, they might see things that we wouldn't, maybe, you know, yeah. different angles. Yeah, well, it, you know, the, the tendency for men has been to ignore these things and yeah. pretend they're not happening. Whereas it's so important to catch it early, you know. But, it um, certainly is. Yeah, and you know, you're always great in, in supporting the charity. Hey, really, no, uh, anything we can do, bro, you know where we are. Yeah, but um, as I always say, it's a very brave man who said the prostate cancer got nothing to do with me. Yeah. Very brave man. Oh. Yeah. It's. Uh, <laughs> Well, you've got big balls to say that. <laughs> uh, right, before we wrap up, we'll head on to some messages. Um, Simon Gardner, hello, good morning. Um, I think he was sort of uh, uh, spontaneously involved in this conversation after we had back to Welsh uh, wishing the Welsh boys good luck tonight. Uh, Simon Gardner says, uh, Hi, pal, don't forget our game is on Sunday. Yes, do not forget that. Details are on our Facebook page. Uh, we've got the Pembrokeshire Vikings, got a big game at the weekend uh, on Sunday. That's going to be pretty epic. Uh, Andrew uh, says, so Great idea and a very worthy cause. Uh, yeah, I know, it's, it's so simple but very effective, Andrew. Uh, he also says, Got to be a Cumberland sausage. That's what makes it good. Yeah, it's important to have a good this sausage. This man's got class. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely has. Important to have a good sausage. Mm. 
Right, well, that's all from us this morning. Uh, that's pretty much all I've got time on The Breakfast Show. I'll squeeze in the pet finder just before the latest news at 10. Uh, always great to catch up, Brian. Thanks for popping in. And make sure you make a difference. All you've got to do is get a couple of people around your house, into work, make a brekkie, raise some money for Prostate Cymru. It will make all the difference. And uh, a fitting track. This one picked by yourself. Dolly Parton, 9 to 5. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Always great to catch up. Okay, it's been a pleasure. Stumble to the kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition And yawn and stretch And try to come to life Jump in the shower And the blood starts pumping Out on the streets The traffic starts jumping With folks like me On the job from nine to five Working nine to five What a way to make a living Barely getting by It's all taking and no giving They just use your mind Dolly Parson, 9 to 5, playing here at Pure West Radio. Thanks to Brian Harris for joining us on Breakfast. He's a star, isn't he? He does some wonderful work for so many different charities and causes around the county. And, uh, of course, Sons the best trader in Haverford West. Absolute star. Uh, always great catching up with Brian here on The Breakfast Show. Right, let's have a look at some of these lost and found animals uh, before the latest news at uh, 10 o'clock this morning right here on Pure West Radio. Pet Finder on Pure West Radio. So let's have a little look at what's going on with some of these lost and found animals. Patchy uh, missing since the 27th of May last year. Uh, still um, a uh, repost has been put out for this. Uh, Patchy's a gorgeous dog. Uh, really, really stunning. And uh, yeah, friends and family still a little bit worried. Apparently there has been a sighting of Patchy recently in the Pembroke Dock area. Hence why there has been a reappearance. Uh, is a border collie long-haired type 
dog. Beautiful. Uh, also, Mably currently still missing. Female Springer Spaniel, red and white, uh, missing uh, from uh, the. I've got SA63 area. I'm not 100% sure exactly where that is, but SA63 area. Anyway, female Springer Spaniel, please keep an eye out for it. Madly missing. David Powers Police also involved as it's reported to be stolen. Stephen Rogers and the family still devastated, looking for their two Jack Russells. Uh, missing from the Tlaxhada Narbeth area, and they still nowhere to be seen. Very sad indeed. Uh, also, we've got a dark black and ginger cat. Goes by the name... Uh, of Jilly went missing on Monday the 11th of November at Gatehouse View in Pembroke female cat approximately 16 years old uh, very friendly uh, if you've got any details on any of those lost or found animals make sure you get in touch with us right here at Pure West Radio on the Pet Finder uh, that's all we got time for here this morning on the Breakfast Show I'm back tomorrow morning from 6 o'clock uh, the lovely Stephanie Jane's up next on daytime. She's with your 10 till 1 today. Charlie's back on uh, the afternoons, 1 till 4. And, uh, yeah, hope you have a fabulous day. Who have I got coming in next? My next guests are here on Friday. We're going to be talking festiveness. Mm. Tomorrow, though, we're revealing some big news. How the vote got on. Will Christmas songs be played from tomorrow or the 1st of December? You'll find out tomorrow on Breakfast. Have a fabulous day. <laughs> Folly Farm, sponsors of The Breakfast Show on Pure West Radio. If you're looking to get new carpet, laminate or vinyl flooring in your home or workplace, look no further. Nathan Blake Flooring can supply and fit, giving you fantastic quality for amazing prices. We offer a mobile service allowing you to pick your new flooring in the comfort of your own home. To get 20% off your first order of flooring, just quote Pure West. It's simple. Call us today. 07455 229 647 for your free quotation. TNCs apply. Let me take a selfie. Take a selfie, send in and win. Play Mug of the Week and you could win an exclusive Pure West Radio mug by simply sending us a selfie. To enter, take a selfie anywhere in Pembrokeshire. Send it to our Facebook page or email it to studio at purewestradio.com. There's a new winner every week. Mug of the Week on Pure West Radio in association with Saints Brides Bay Print and Embroidery. Visit saintbridesbay.com for more information. Let me take a selfie. 15% off day tickets when bought in advance through the website? Check. Great value annual passes to ensure the fun lasts all year? Check. Award-winning zoo containing over 750 animals? Check. Jolly barn where you can get up close to your farmyard favourites? Check. Large indoor vintage fairground? Check. A guaranteed fun family day out? Check, check and check. So what are you waiting for? Check out Folly Farm today. Zoo. Barn. Fairground. Play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm. We've always been farmers, but now we're so much more than a farm. There's 120 acres of fun with over 900 animals in our zoo and barn. 16 lovingly restored rides in our vintage fairground, plus numerous indoor and outdoor play areas. And with 50% of the attraction being undercover, there's always plenty to see and do come rain or shine. So why not purchase one of our great value annual passes today? That's one whole year of fantastic family-friendly fun. Head on over to our website www.folly-farm.co.uk for more information. Zoo. Barn. Fairground. Play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm.
Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, this is Pure West Radio. New latest news for Pembrokeshire. I'm Jonathan Quigg. Tenby Cottage Hospital, becoming a healthcare hub for the area, and matters concerning the town's doctor's surgery, were on the list of topics discussed last month at a meeting in the New Hedges Village Hall of the South East Pembrokeshire Community Health Network. Attended by the NHS County Director Elaine Lawton, Debbie Morgan and New Tenby Surgery Practice Manager Matt McGovern. The importance of the integration of the health and social care project built around the needs of everyone from birth to death was outlined. The health board needs to connect with the society to provide care in the right place, either in hospital or at home. The plan is for the hospital in Tenby to become a healthcare hub for the area as getting appointments remains problematic.